I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Time and time, I drop the line for live, but only time will tell. If I ever go Columbine, a cop 39 to cop back and kill. See, the truth is, they want to know how close me, Dre, and Snoop is. I had a shoe fits when the show would have choose this, but be Tupac. But truth is, I give two shits about expectations of critics hating shit. I just put moms on vacation, bitch. You ever know my new location is across nations, court cases get thrown out. So tell a motherfucker can't dethrone now. I am ruler. I am highness, the prince of Muna. I am the shit that like what the prune does. Hey, welcome to the back uh, to the Black Out Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Uh, it is uh, Monday night. Uh, it means Jack Bauer's back. It means Love and Hip Hop is back. Yep. It means uh, you guys are less than twenty four hours away from a new episode of Dim Thrones. Yes, you are. And uh, it also means Louis back. Um, Louis, who's making the most bold comedic choice I've ever seen in a comedy show before, which is to not be funny. The fuck happened to that show? Ah! Anyway, um, it's uh, it is now um, you know, uh, time for another episode of Blackout Tips. You can find us at theblackouttips.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Uh, just go to the Blackout, just search the Blackout Tips, and you can see our podcast. Leave us five star reviews, and we promise to read them on the air as soon as you guys do that. So every Saturday morning, uh, we read all the reviews that we got from the last week. So hopefully, we have a lot. Because we had a week off last week. Yeah, so, a lot of people had time to catch up. Yeah, hope people catch up, catch up and leave us all kinds of um, all kinds of stuff. So, we, you know, it would be nice yeah. if you guys did that. Emails, reviews, phone mm-hmm. calls. Um, but, yeah, not a ton of, um, you know, interesting stuff to talk about today um, that, you know, like no, no major thing is what I mean. Like there wasn't a, uh, you know, hey, another shooting. And people claim that the killer's reasoning is not what the killer's reasoning was. No. Not, nothing like that, guys. It's just a regular show. So um, we can get to all the petty, stupid-ass news that uh, you normally don't get other places. Uh, don't forget, uh, sometimes we don't mention this, we do have a Facebook page. Just search the Blackout mm-hmm. Tips on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, TBGWT, on Twitter for the show. Make yeah. sure you follow it. We follow everybody back from that account. Yeah, we also have a Google page, and we also have a Tumblr page, and it's mm-hmm. all under the Black Guy Who Tips. Exactly. So just go to your social medias and find it. We don't have, like, Pinterest yet or anything. No, and, I was thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we have Tumblr, all that good stuff. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport. It's Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm-hmm. Today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com and put in the code TBGWT. You will get some fine crafted ear, well, some that go in your ear and some that go around your ear, headphones. Oh, snap. They got around your ear now? I saw somebody that had a picture of something they bought that, I guess, go around the ear. And uh they the same thing, got the shipping extremely fast. They thanked us, got the discount, cool. got the, the warranty, uh, cause it comes with a lifetime mm-hmm. guarantee. So no more, hey, my earbuds short, shorted out. Now I gotta go buy a new pair of headphones. Yeah. No longer, my friend. Yeah, you get in ear and out of ear. Yeah. So uh I, I suggest you guys take advantage of that at tweakedaudio.com code T B G W T. They get there very quickly. Yeah, they get there very quickly. We get free shipping. 33% off. You get your lifetime guarantee. Like, there's no downside to this deal, and they have an awesome selection. 
and uh they're you know the the, the gray headphones yeah you can wheel, you can will you can wheel those headphones you're like you know what baby when i die you can have my tweaked audio headphones mm-hmm. um so let's go ahead and uh get into uh the show i don't know how people would feel about this i put it out on twitter and asked all the ladies i only got a few responses but um serena williams crashed a miami wedding Mm-hmm. In a leopard print bikini. Swimsuit. Yeah, she did. A couple at Miami, black couple, uh, got a surprise on Lifetime when tennis star Serena Williams crashed a wedding on Saturday while wearing a leopard print swimsuit. She had been enjoying a beach day with fellow tennis player Caroline Wozniacki. Uh, she came, uh, she came across the beachside nuptials and decided to join the festivities. Serena posed with the newlyweds and shared pics on Instagram with the caption, Wedding Crasher, congrats. Uh, Serena recently returned to the States after attending Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's wedding in Florence the previous weekend. So um, I guess the question I had was, cool or not cool? I don't have a problem with it. So if you were having your wedding, Serena shows up in, uh, you know, leopard print, Swimsuit, yes, no problem. Mm-mm. I know she's gonna catch everybody's attention. She's gonna catch my attention, mm-hmm. and it's a once in a lifetime thing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 not like she does this all the time or everywhere. And it's one of those things where now every instead of their uh, wedding just being just for them and their family and their friends, now basically everybody across the world know that they got married. It basically, you know, it, it, it made their marriage and wedding almost infamous because she decided to stroll up there. And I'm going to tell you one thing, that woman got a lot of ass. Yeah. Now, the bride didn't seem upset, you know, in the pictures. I, they tried to make it seem like she was upset, but they showed the pictures, and she's smiling in all the pictures, and she looks cool. One of the bridesmaids looked a little pushy about everything, but... You know, I just, I, to me, I was always just wondering, like, would, um, like, because everybody promotes this idea of, like, it's the woman's day, it's the wedding, it's the most special day, you're the princess of the day. And I was like, I wonder if people would be like, oh, fuck that. You know, like, but I, like if women would be like, how you going to try to take the shine on my day? But I tell you one thing, all the people talking, wouldn't got that one of y'all walk up to Serena Williams' face and say that shit. Well, I mean, you could probably tell her not to get out or have someone tell her not to come to the, in the way. I mean, I'm sure she asked and. And all, and all that stuff, which is fine. But the way people were talking about, I do this and I do that. I was like, yeah, y'all wouldn't do that. You probably ask somebody to escort her away or something like that, you know, because if you're so concerned about it being your day, why would you get violent and show your ass out at your own wedding? I was just surprised. I don't know if it's because people love Serena or what, but, uh, I couldn't find anybody that really was upset. I, and shit, it would tickle me to death for the fact that she even showed up. I, I like, I would think it was the, to me personally, it'd be the best shit ever. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I got to see her, and I didn't have to go to a tennis match. Uh, yeah, and I mean, and see her in a in a bathing suit, which is how I prefer to see her myself. Oh yes, and she was everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I just thought it was an interesting story, and yeah, she. I came. was expecting to see more people like, oh fuck that, how you gonna? Come to my wedding and you know do this da 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 da. She, she said y'all thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on a trip that you probably would have had to take this to go see her. Yeah. So hey, not, hey, you just floats your boat. It floats mine I'm too. I'm trying to tell you more we- wedding news. 
Wait, were you about to say something? Yeah, I about to say, we ain't had no wedding, but she showed up to mine. I sure ain't kicking out. Mm-hmm. Okay. More wedding news. A man was fatally stabbed in a fight over wedding leftovers. Oh, shit. A family feud over who was going to take home leftover cans of Sterno and food after a church wedding reception ended with one man fatally stabbing his cousin. Oh, what the hell is a Sterno? I don't know what Sterno is. Is that uh, alcohol? Cans? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What is it? Like spam? I mean, oh, what is this shit? It comes in, whatever it is, it comes in, can't, it's it's lighting, it's for heating and lighting food. It's canned heat. A fuel made. Oh, do them things that go up underneath the food to keep the food hot? Yeah. Now, who the fuck takes that? Ah, <laughs> why do you take that? Yeah. Hey, man, I see y'all here going to use these cans of Sterno. I can use these around the house and light some food. Um, but yeah, apparently victim Juan Martinez, 58, suffered repeated knife wounds to his leg after the vow renewal service at the Holy Spirit Catholic Church in University Heights in the Bronx on Saturday night. Uh, police said, um, Martin Martinez later died at St. Barnabas Hospital and the suspect, his cousin, is in custody and being questioned by the cops. Uh, I bet you they was, I bet you they was in the wedding party too. They fought about who was going to take the cans of Sterno, which was being used to heat food at the ceremony. The leftover goodie and leftover goodies at the NY, NYPD spokesman told the post. The NYPD chief of detect, detectives, Robert Boyce, added, we have a person in custody and we are speaking to him. It is early on in the investigation, but we feel confident that we have the right person. Oh, I wish me there, but I seen him do it. Martinez and his attacker were in the church's gym for the reception after the service when the knifing occurred around 9 p.m. The actual vow renewal had taken place early in the adjoining church. A man who lives next to the church told the post on Monday, they are supposed to be praying, not killing in church. That's crazy. That's a sad thing to happen. That person. Yeah, he's supposed to be praying in church, not killing. That's one of the commandments. <laughs> All over the stuff that's supposed to keep your food hot. Yeah. I, you know, I've been to weddings. Food. I've been to weddings and everybody has that, that those assholes that try to leave with the wedding reception food. Mm-hmm. They'll leave with the cake if you let them. Yeah, right. Exactly. We got a church wedding, that greedy motherfucker. It's like, I gave her a yeah. toaster. I, I deserve extra slices of cake and all the banana pudding. Now let's hop on the road. We drove six hours to be here. Man, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've been to, uh, one of my uncles. He has two daughters. And when his uh, first daughter had gotten married, these Negroes, like we didn't do this, but these Negroes showed up before the uh, wedding party because, you know, they take their pictures and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And they came in and they ate up all of the food. So by the time the wedding party and everybody got there, there was no food. Mm, and wow. uh, my uncle, before they wait before the wedding party even got there yeah you know how after the wedding people dismiss and people go to the reception yeah. so people went to the reception and started eating and ate up all the food my my uncle and them was livid because they spent a lot of goddamn money what in the what kind of no manners having motherfuckers i've would do that? seen negroes show they ass at weddings and then a lot of times the people that do that, I don't mean no harm. You know, weddings have like traditions to it. And a lot of these folks, a lot of times they don't bring proper gifts. Like a lot of people don't know proper etiquette when it comes to weddings. So, you know, they don't bring proper gifts and anything like that. And, and so it was just ugly. So when his second daughter got married, 
nobody walked their ass in there until the family got there. Like they were the first people in there and they were the first people to get served. And now, and that's funny because I guarantee they, you know, they probably had something for the guests, you know, like mm-hmm. that, like, you know, little hors d'oeuvres or something. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers was like, bring out the steaks. These new girls ate everything up in. Where the crab legs at? It's like, uh, sir, we're going to wait till the bride party. Mm-hmm, not me. I got to go at six. They take it too long. Yep. And, and, and that's completely complete. And that's why I say when, when it comes to weddings, people under, people really do underestimate A, the money, and B, that you have to keep people entertained during certain times. Did they like do the first dance too before the couple could do it? I, they might have <laughs> shit. They may as well. They may as well been partying like they got married. I mean, it was so ugly. And I guess just my years of experiencing bad, unorganized weddings, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. You know, I mean, I don't mean no harm. Like, to me, I, I know one thing. I would be livid if I spent that much money and that right there was to happen to me. Yeah, one of my uncles, uh, when he got married, uh, people went to, like people started packing up his food to go like (gasps) like as they got in line like they were like oh we need to get in line first and they got ahead of everybody put the food straight up into uh tupperware and paper plates with uh foil on it and got in the car and left didn't sit down at the table (gasps) none of that shit oh yeah just acted an ass man yeah yeah, and, and 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 the thing about it is like when you see that you be you be looking at them like, oh, and didn't looks. care, didn't care. This is why, nope. I, like, that's why one, I, I I'm glad we didn't have a wedding, but two, if I had a wedding, like, I would invite like fucking fourteen people to that shit. Like, it wouldn't It'd even be, be big. Like, I don't want a lot of people in my shit. I don't care about getting gifts and shit like that. I want people that have some fucking decorum and aren't like tangentially related or people that oh i went to your wedding so i gotta invite you to my nah. wedding and then you can come act a fucking fool nah, if yeah if we was to ever do anything like that or renew our vows or anything like that it it would be small it would be very intimate uh or something like that uh i know a lot of people getting to the point where they be like look if you want to see it you can catch it on video it would be some shit like that everybody yeah. else catch it on video that shit was like a moment where it, i was like is someone gonna fight them yeah i mean because it, it makes people mad it makes people show out it makes people get ugly because for a lot of people they spend their goddamn last dime on these motherfucking weddings mm-hmm. and then you know you spend that money and then you uh starting off in debt, which mm-hmm. a lot of people don't talk about. And it's just one of those things where I've seen that. And, and, and I guess over the years, it's just one of those things where I just look and just shake my head like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with. And, and, I, and, and I don't know if it's a I think it's just people, period, because I think people cut, acting the fool at a wedding is all across the board, regardless of the race. Yeah, I don't know, because I haven't gone to a lot of weddings, but I just know that. um stabbing motherfuckers over the leftovers like that's that's like why'd you even show up like that means because like when you do shit like that you walked into the wedding with a plan like yes like listen i'll I, you're gonna be a distraction i want you to throw uh some flares over there and then i'm gonna run get the tupperware out the car meet me at the table we'll cut the cake before they can and we'll get out of here in five minutes let's go <laughs> i know right kids you don't look out I know, right? And, 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 it, and it would, and it would be one of those things. I'm about to say, baby, if we want shit. If we want to do it right, we can get sponsors. 
sponsor the wedding mm-hmm. um yeah like the kardashians or something i don't think we big enough to get sponsors <laughs> we ain't quite that big yeah, yet like the, they'll pay for the whole wedding fly you to paris and shit on vh1 or e or e um baby on board Apparently, there's a bride under five for fastening a newborn daughter into the train of her wedding dress. She walked down the aisle. That's not a baby doll. Guess the race. <clears throat> so that's a real baby. That's a real baby. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something you should never do. A Tennessee bride has defended her curious decision to strap her newborn daughter into the train of her wedding dress as she walked down the aisle saying the baby was awake and well secured and she was covered by Christ. Mm-mm-mm. Um, was the baby on the ground? Was there rollers up underneath the baby? Was she well, there's on the a slab? picture. The picture's in the chat right there. Can you can't see the picture? Hold on, let me scroll down. Hold on. The picture didn't show up in the chat for everybody. Oh, it did. Yeah, it's right there. I like that all the people in the picture are looking down at the baby on the ground. Yes, like, as if to judge her, like this motherfucker. Like every person in the picture is looking like, I that baby is on the ground. <laughs> is that baby on the that baby is being dragged on the ground. It is. Look at it. Precious. Oh, that baby don't stand a chance with that crazy ass mama. Uh Shauna Carter Brooks, guess the worst, has been attacked online for the bizarre bridal party moment following her marriage for, to Jonathan Brooks. Uh, in Ripley last month. Yeah, so somebody said the baby's a one month old. Yeah, what's up? Well, I'm reading it, Karen. Oh, my bad. Calm down, spoiler alert chat room. <laughs> Where y'all Game of Thrones book readers? I'm sorry. With some commentators arguing she should be reported to Child Protective Services, the couple who live in Jackson, just outside of Nashville, are believed to have only welcomed their little girl, Aubrey, one month before the ceremony. The dress appears to be altered to allow for the child. Oh, so they so they made a little cubby hole for the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine the designer? You want a uh, um, uh, man? Why why do we need a cubby hole? Thank God nobody fell, lost their balance, <sighs> spilled something on the baby. <laughs> you know the you know fly you know kids flower girl flower girl sprinkle all her flowers across the baby shit. You don't know what happens if you forget the baby's behind you when you're taking pictures. You move too quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Hopefully, hopefully there's no steps. Come on, uh, uh, something get caught on fire. You know, I've seen America's Funniest Home video of shit catch on fire, shit fall, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Um, they have more pictures with the baby. The baby's so small, man. I mean, cause it's only one month old. So, you know, the, like, they have a picture of the baby in their hands and the baby's just so fucking small. You're like, why would you do that? It just seems so pointless. Look how the baby can fit in like one hand almost, and you're dragging it on the ground. Now, there's some other pictures from their time dating that kind of explain a lot of stuff. You know, they got some Facebook pictures together. I, I'm I'm particularly fond of uh, this picture here, which uh you know explains what kind of couple they are. You know, they get down. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> criticisms of the act have ranged from classless to incredibly dangerous with many saying the child could have suffered a carpet burn from being dragged along the floor of the the church i am sorry but i would have saw that i would have gotten out of my seat and taken that baby that's totally dumb complained one person on the website clutch you wouldn't have done shit 
You'd have been like them other people looked down and talked about her ass. Yeah, you would have sat there like everybody else at the wedding and silently judged everything you saw because out of jealousy or spite. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> However, Carter Brooks hit back at the critics into an elaborate post on her Facebook page saying she does not regret the decision. People questioning what we do, commenting all negative and just doing the most, she wrote. We good though. We covered by the blood, which never loses power. So, so to the media, radio news and whomever else wanting to talk about what we do here, you go media, media. I see how it go, works regardless of the situation or purpose. People gone have something that's negative to say. The answer is we do what we want and what, when we want, as long as Jesus on our side, everything worked out fine gonna continue to be fine mm-hmm. yeah that that baby's so close to the ground that baby would have drowned in the blood of jesus <laughs> the baby was covered by jesus care you can't the baby was fine okay i don't know what these problems that everybody has are but you know if you want to drag your baby into your marriage you know that's a lot of people were dragging their babies into these marriages and now, stuff that's true but not literally dragging their babies into the marriage the bride's second post maintained that her daughter was in no danger our one month old was awake and well secured on my train most important well while, she have a strapped in there like she like you like you do your kid in the, in, in the car seat i'm just saying did she did, did she pop and lock the baby in there with these parents i hopefully this is the only train that she has to be right now most important while y'all got feelings in in us we had our hearts in christ which covers all so keep your mouth running or it was just that exclusive and epic enough we made top blog way from small town ripley tennessee and the social media doing what they do talk with four exclamation points not four i like her now i'm on her side who paid y'all for y'all comments none so watch us do what we do we'll be do, watching wait watch us as we do us too blessed for mess thank god we ain't got no celebrities oops got fans guess we is <laughs> sign off mr and mrs brooks she was like i'm married fuck all what y'all talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. i was married now she don't give a fuck about y'all the couple i've listed their wedding anniversary on facebook is may 12th a friend and wedding attendee commented that the baby moment made her emotional yeah. Who saw the baby dragging and crying though? Who was the first? Oh, his crying wedding. I said I wouldn't do this. I'm crying because that bitch got the baby on the ground. That <laughs> poor baby don't stand a chance. She dragging her baby into the marriage with a symbolizing the blood of Christ. Shauna and, and Jonathan Brooks, your wedding was super perfect for the groom and his men and you and your divas baby. Uh, you rocked the ground. At the princess tagging behind you. So did that baby when it bumped his head. (laughs) (laughs) At the princess tagging behind you, it brought tears to my eyes. Regardless of anything, anybody else dream, yours came true. I loved it and thank you for inviting me, wrote Pamela Stone. Jonathan Brooks listed his job as a forklift driver. Shauna Carter Brooks has another daughter named Jania. What 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 part of dress was she? Like a backpack or something? Was she older? Oh no. She yeah, she probably oh told she probably was a flower girl or yeah. something. The dress is But then th- then why he couldn't have no forklift to carry that baby? I don't know. 
the dress is thought to have been purchased from David's bridal in Jackson. Uh, however, a saleswoman said she did, would, could not comment when contacted by the mail online. <laughs> they was like, uh, so did you guys, um, did, did you guys custom make the baby holding part? No comment. We don't want to be part of this, okay? Mm-mm. Carter Brooks said the gown. I guarantee you they sales and uh, baby strapping uh, gowns ain't going to skyrocket because of this. Carter Brooks said the gown was from self-titled label of celebrated designer Vera Wang. However, a spokeswoman for the brand told the mail online it was not. Nobody won't be associated with this dress. Even, like this, even if they did, they're going to be like, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because she modified it. So as far as they're concerned, it is not their dress. Oh, my God, man. That is amazing. <sighs> I guess the race. Um, so remember those people that they're huge into the concealed carry thing and their, their new thing is to go into different restaurants and bring their guns, mm-hmm. open carry mm-hmm. people or whatever. Well, they did it to... Chipotle, Chili, and um, and uh, Sonic. Did the people ask them to leave? Well, uh, obviously they didn't get asked to leave at the time, but uh, Chipotle basically changed their policy to, "Hey, don't bring guns in here." Yes. Well, uh, now Sonic and Chili's have added to the "Don't bring your guns in here." That's right. So it's like it, to prove their point that it, that it's okay. They're actually making it worse because when a mo- bunch of motherfuckers walk in with assault rifles and you're, you're staring, you're scaring the staff, you're scaring them, the people that work there, you're running away business. Because I know me, if me and my family, I'm like, oh, motherfuckers have to come in here with guns. I won't be coming back. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and you don't know that they're good guys. Nope. You know, it's not like you, like I might think it's a fucking terrorist organization. And what happens if someone has a concealed weapon or another gun or something and they think something's happening and they start shooting at the people or something? Like I, I don't want to be involved in any of this. Um, As, not to mention guns kill people. Yes. And, and, and the thing about it, which everybody has is overlooking all these motherfuckers is goddamn white. You let a group of niggas walk up in there with some guns. I'm like, we got goddamn guns right. They will <laughs> shut that motherfucking shit fucking down. Yeah, that is true. These are a bunch of white folks. Yeah, you know, that is funny. Black people could end all the NRA and concealed carry. If everybody started applying for guns left and right, you let all the black people who hadn't committed crimes started. Let, let's say they have statistics that said all of a sudden African Americans, uh, uh, over 90% of rate increase, African Americans started buying guns and, and started going to the shooting ranges and buying out all the bullets and shit like that. The laws against guns would change so fucking quick. Yeah, two niggas in, uh, Kangos hung out outside of philadelphia uh voting spot and the new black panthers lead the news on fox every night so imagine if actual people with guns black people with guns start showing up places in force in mass Mm -hmm. and and being like hey y'all didn't say we couldn't bring guns they would call the police on us Yes, that's what, I'm, and see, that's the problem that I have. These people, no, no, you know, they, they changed the rules after they left, but it wasn't an altercation. The police were not called. Nobody was arrested. As far as they're concerned, they have the right to do this. Mm-hmm. Black people have the right to do it too, 
we know we better not do that bullshit because this will be like 50 black people showed up and all their asses went to fucking jail. It wouldn't be no, we got the right to hold guns, we got the right to carry arms, because when it comes down to it, people don't give a fuck about black people and they got them rights, and that's something in our country that we don't want to address. The biggest reason why this is not being covered as it should, because all these motherfuckers are white, and in our country, a lot of white people think they have the right to do this shit, and there's no repercussions or consequences to their actions. Yeah, and the thing is, like, even if you're going to be responsible about your gun and all this shit like that. That's fine. But, um, I don't have, like, I don't, I choose to not live in, uh, like a house that has a gun in it. Right. Or I choose to not go certain places if I know guns are going to be there. Cause there's accidents that happen all the time with people that up until that moment was a responsible gun owner. Right. Up until that moment that you fuck up, then we all go, oh, yeah, that dude was an asshole. Well, I don't want to ever just happen to be around when you fuck around or fuck up or something goes wrong with a machine that can kill people right there in the middle of a restaurant. Yeah, and, and, and I guess for me, I don't have a problem with you having the right to bear arms. I'm not saying take nobody guns away. All I'm saying is that me as a non-gun owner should have the right to go places and not have you carry a motherfucking gun. Yeah, or, I mean, even if it was concealed, I'd be fine. Yes. You know what I mean? But when it's like, we're going to bring a whole lot of guns to Chipotle because we can. Yeah, would, yeah would you? It, it immediately makes me go, yeah, uh, you're the asshole in the situation, not me. Yes, and and, the, and the, pro- the problem that I have is that they think that they're justified, and that's the issue that I have. Why do you think you're justified to scare people? And then, like you say, you have the businesses, you force the businesses to ban, to ban guns, period. When people probably have been walking in there, been there for years, like you say, with concealed weapons, with no problems, nobody had no issues with it. But you want to prove a point that all y'all can walk up in there with your guns cocked and loaded and talking about, hey, we're here to eat. You, like you, and a company's about money. They're not going to let you 20 people scare all their business away. Because guess what? Next time you come there, they won't be a business. Right. Exactly. Just because you can do something, you know, like, doesn't mean it's a good idea. Yeah. And it's, and it's for the safety of all. And, and I, what are you proving? Because these restaurants up until this point had no issue with mm-hmm. people having guns in their restaurant. You're now making them have to pick a side and they're going to pick the, hey, fuck you. This is crazy side. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's and it's and it's one of anything those, could go wrong. Anything you we read stories about people accidentally shooting themselves all the goddamn time. What if a kid just accidentally grabs somebody else's gun? Mm-hmm. You know, like what, like any? What if your gun falls for some reason? What if uh, you sit down funny? Like well, anything could happen. Let alone if you accidentally or if you actually purposely shoot someone. And 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 the thing about it, at the end of the day. I don't care what color you were in that restaurant. You had fear. You had fear if you were the people without the guns. Yeah. It's also weird that so many of these people popped up after uh, the president was black. Yeah. All of a sudden, they don't take our guns. People went fucking insane. Yeah. I, and I don't know why. Uh, and a lot of, a lot of um, crazy folks 
because it's crazy folks on the right and the left when it comes to politics but a lot of people uh put the fear tactic out there you know america is very very good about the fear tactic and you frighten people to make them think that oh we got a black president niggas don't come take your shit i don't want your shit yeah, but you got people so fearful and so scared that all of a sudden we quote unquote got a black leader. So now the world is just going to the ground, folks. And you have people th- doing irrational and illogical things where there are a lot of white people that don't think like this. Yeah, this is fucking crazy, man. Um, there's a dude who likes to do pranks, I guess. Um on uh people in hollywood i guess that's his thing um he went to the maleficent um uh screening Mm -hmm. the red and the red carpet and tried to jump on brad pitt wow he was sentenced to three years probation and a year's worth of psychiatric counseling because you can't be hitting brad pitt you sure can't you be in the pit yeah he got banned from hollywood basically he tried to run up under somebody else some other lady's dress that was like a hollywood star <gasps> um so he's you know just he calls them pranks oh that wasn't a, it wasn't a prank for brad pitt because he didn't know it yeah he said he was trying to get an actor a hug and didn't mean any harm but yeah i mean he's, he's crazy people man he said he's like a victim of celebrity and all this shit all i know is uh yeah, that motherfucker uh, is going to go be banned from Hollywood for three years. So now it's him and Mel Gibson. You know, Duh. they can't. They, they, they're sitting on the outside. Yeah, they're both banned from Hollywood. On the, on the side of the highway going, Mm-mm, we can't, we can't, we can't cross that line. And, and like, what kind of fucking um, prank is that? Not a good one. You know, like, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to. Go up under your dress. Like, that's not a violation of any kind. Yeah, and also I think it's a cultural thing because it's, it's uh, you know, because everybody has a different definition of pranks. And, you know, when it comes to black folks, we ain't about them fucking physical gag pranks because you will get your ass whooped trying to pull pranks on people. It's not ha, 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 funny. It's motherfucker, uh, I wasn't in on the joke. <laughs> uh, Pope Francis is urging me and you to raise some kids, Karen. Not no kids. Not cats and dogs either. In I his don't da- want them either. In his daily mass on Monday, Pope Francis said that staying childless will ultimately bring married couples nothing but bitter the bitterness of loneliness. Oh. Pope Francis had a message for married couples on Monday. Four-legged friends don't offer the same opportunities for love and godliness as raising a child. Shit, them four-legged friends can be just as expensive as a kid. The Pope addressed a group of 15 couples that have been married between 25 to 60 years and held in the chapel of Santa Maria residence in the Vatican. The Pope stressed the importance of three qualities in a successful Christian marriage. And my thing is this, nigga, you ain't allowed to get married. You can't have a wife and you can't have kids. So how are you to tell me <laughs> to get married and have children when you can't? There you go with them with that logic, asking them questions. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. And are you and are you gonna uh, are you gonna give me the money? What happened if I, we choose to not have them because we can't afford them? Well, from my understanding, um, a lot of the popes and the priests and stuff are responsible for uh, getting involved in a lot of kids' lives. Yeah, they are. After they're here, they don't make them though. 
Yeah, but you know, you work with what you can. You just uh, try to guide them the right way, and mm-hmm, um, you know, show them the love of a man mm-hmm, in all the right places. Faithfulness, perseverance, and fruitfulness. During his remarks, he said, "Were well, the three qualities of successful Christian marriage." But the Pope also counseled childless couples to be fruitful and multiply, and not spend time raising pets when they should be raising children. Mentioning the cultural well-being, similar to one mentioned in the 2013 Time cover story, the child, the child-free life, Pope Francis said that while a child, while a childless life offers better vacation opportunities, it will end in solitude. But what happened if that's what you want? What happened if I would rather have a vacation opportunity? Than the child. Well, wow. Karen, you don't really know what you want, according to the Pope. Apparently, I don't. You'll Shit. regret it forever. No, I won't. Mm-mm. I'd rather go to Europe any day. This culture of well-being from ten years ago has convinced us it's better not to have children. It's better. You can you can go explore the world, go on a holiday. You can have a villa in the countryside. You can be carefree. It might be better, more comfortable to have a dog, two cats, and the love goes to the two cats and the dog. Is that true, or is this, or is this not? Have you seen it? Then in the end, this marriage comes to old age and in solitude with the bitterness of loneliness. It is not fruitful. It does not do what Jesus does with the church. He makes his church fruitful. Yeah, and my whole issue I have about this is it's one of those things where, and it's not even really talking towards the men. It's more of the women. You know, women, why aren't you getting pregnant? Or men, you know, why don't you, you know, tell your woman we're going to f- have babies? Mm-hmm. Why ain't y'all fucking? And and for, for me, it's one of those things where it's that control of the bedroom type thing, wanting to control you and what you do. And my thing is this. It's a lot of motherfuckers out there that should not have kids because you don't talk about, yeah, you had the kids. What happened if you didn't want them? You know what's funny to me is... um everyone gives this pope so much props for being so different he's just the same as the other popes to me yes he is like it just talks a little bit nicer but it's the same bottom line he's not budging on what the fuck they do it's not like oh now you can be gay and be a priest or now you can be openly gay and not excommunicated from the church like it's just he just goes don't concentrate on that let's concentrate on this yeah, but so you, to me, it's never surprising when he comes down on, um, you know, on a hard line, like some shit like this. Like it's the same shit as always. Yeah. The the, the message is, yeah. is still the same, still the same as all, you know, always been. It is just one of those things where um, when it comes to marriage and kids, everybody knows what's right for your marriage. Yeah. And everybody knows what's, you know, what's best for you. Let me guess. He's not a fan of birth control. Nope, not a fan of condoms, yeah. you know. Now, you know, not, not, um, a fan of, you know, probably you, you should have a child regardless of the situation and yeah. circumstances of the financial need of, that, of the child that may or may not Pre-marital be Premarital sex, he's probably against that. Yeah, and, and, and life isn't as cut and dry as a lot of times they make it be. Life is very, very complex and complicated, and there are a lot of multiple choices and decisions that are made, and it's one of those things where, uh, what what a husband and a wife does, the church has nothing to do with that. That's between that couple. He talks like a man that's never been inside a Walmart. One trip to a Walmart outside of his uh plastic bubble car, he'll be like, a few of these motherfuckers should have a, a few less children. What? Man, you walk into Walmart and all you see is buggies and kids and mama, 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 and all the women turning around with kids. Well, oh, that was not mine. 
you know, it's, it's, yeah, don't touch your sister, leave him alone, quit running, don't tear that down, no, I told you you couldn't have that, no, I don't want to deal with, I, I, I like the peace and quiet, say what you want to say, but to me, this is the best life in the world. Yeah, it's a good trade-off, I'll take the bitter oldness then, because like, the other, you know, thing is, when you know, when you're in a Walmart and you're seeing kids walk around, you know, just walking germ factories, a lot of times you're like, you know what, man? This person, there's no chance that kid's going to grow up right. They're dragging the baby to the wedding and the fucking train or the bridal gown. Come on. You're like, Should, do we need that baby in the world? Is that baby going to, like, cure cancer? Is that the baby that's going to figure out uh, how to how to uh, stop global warming? I don't think so. Cause I'm just busy. taking a guess. Yeah, they're too busy to take care of their kids. And they've actually have done uh, studies that show that um, – Women, a lot of times, uh, still, even though they say it's shifting as far as men and women doing like, uh, taking care of the children, but they said, they still say the majority of the responsibility falls on the woman. So they were saying that on the average at nighttime, they said a man, a husband has, well, the man or husband has three hours mm-hmm. of like downtime. You know, once he gets home to unwind, they say most women don't have that. They say because she's worked all day, and when she gets home, she has to take care of children. They were saying that for women, they say a lot. Most women have less that I, that have children have less stress at work than they do at home. They said most women's stress level goes up when they get off work. You know who the 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 biggest culprit in all this shit is? These goddamn babies. <laughs> I see it all the time, man. I, I don't know if any babies listen to this podcast, but if you do, I'm on to your shit, man. I am too. I know what the fuck you're doing. I go anytime, and this happens every time. Fellas, I know you guys know what I'm talking about. You're with your woman. You're in Target, Walmart, wherever the fuck. You got your groceries, Harris Teeter, or whatever. You go to the checkout line. The person in front of you in the checkout line is Busy taking all the stuff out of the basket and mm-hmm. putting it in the fucking, you know, putting it on the conveyor belt or whatever. So it was just a baby, which is sitting down in that part of the, the top part seat of the, of the, of the, uh, of the cart. And it's always facing the people behind it. Mm-hmm. It's facing you and your woman. Staring at y'all deeply too. And what does that baby do? It looks fucking adorable. Every single ah. time. It never shitting its pants or throwing up mm, don't or show crying. You that part. It always don't stops. Show you diarrhea, running fever. Yeah. And the least and the less you should be together, the more the baby is adorable. So like if this is really just a woman that you barely know and y'all only stopped in the grocery store to buy condoms, that baby will look at you like, put those condoms back. You can have an adorable baby like me. Mm-hmm. Look how happy I am. See, goo goo gaga. I'm not even crying right now. Make more of me. Put me in the world. And Don't when you, you that, fooled. and you'll be dumb enough to be like, maybe I should put these condoms back. Cause you know, I mean, I just met her two hours ago off of Craigslist, but maybe magic can happen and love can bloom and we can, I need to mature anyway. And then the baby always looks at the, at the woman the hardest. Trying to right. act, trying to activate that mama gene in her and shit. Like, look, activate mama gene on. Look at me, pick me up, hold me. 
And it don't even matter the race of the baby. I've seen babies that yeah. clearly had racist parents and the baby could be wearing a Confederate flag t-shirt and they'll just look and be like, I love you, black lady. Take care of me. And then it's like, oh, this baby is adorable. And then as soon as it gets to the car, it's going to cry and be saying nigger again. But it don't matter. Ah! In the fucking checkout line, all babies become representatives for prolonging humanity. It's, it's, uh, it's fucking uncanny, man. I'm good. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's like amazing. I said, they are cute, but no, I give you, I give you right back to your mama, your daddy, wherever you belong. You don't belong to me, and you ain't going home with me. I, we don't even allow children to spend the night. My niece is like, can I spend a night? I was like, no. Uh, v. Stiviano, the woman who brought down the L.A. Clippers owner Donald Sterling by recording his racist rants, was attacked by two men outside our hotel Sunday. Oh. As Steviano was leaving the Grands Vort Hotel in Manhattan around 7 p.m. Sunday, two men descended on her, began hitting her and calling her racial slurs. They were about five foot seven. What? Damn, that was short men. Very short. They knew exactly who she was. They began to hit her and call her the N-word. Other disgusting slurs were made at her. She was able to run away, and several onlookers then began attempting to apprehend the two men. Steviano had to file a police report as of this morning. Nehore said one side of her face, which is covered by a visor, is red, but she's expected to make a full recovery. Uh, Donald Sterling's alleged mistress was in New York to appear on the Anderson Cooper 360. By the way, this story's so crazy at this point. So much is going down. I don't know what, I don't know what's happening. Me either. You know, cause some people are saying like, um, you know, maybe he called us, Donald Sterling called some hitmen on her. Uh, we still don't know her her age or her real name. Yeah, people are still reporting that she's thirty one. When we've heard she's forty something, oh we've heard she ain't well between twenty one and fifty five. We don't know how old this woman is. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, she always sounds a little off. I don't know if this if she's above pulling a publicity stunt. Yeah, good because she's because it's so much crap that went on and it's so crazy. Who knows? You know, these may have been the people she was with for the night. That's why she was saying, you know, don't, uh, you know, don't press charges. You never, never. The story, know. and it's not that, um, you know, I don't think anyone should be putting their hands on anybody. Oh, no. I think it's tragic, period. But the story's that crazy. I have to reserve judgment where I'm like, I hope this don't, I hope that this actually is to what it said, what they say it is. I hope they're reporting it as it happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not a deeper connection. Uh, Donald Sterling is, uh, gonna get, uh, the saga is gonna get its own porn parody. Oh shit, you know, porn was gonna be on top of this. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. It actually makes sense though. Cause, um, so much, it happened in LA. That's what porn is basically made in California. True. Um, and it makes sense to me because so much of pop culture now gets immortalized in porn immediately. So why not this? Ah, true. I mean, pretty much would have had some cuckold situations in there. You got some uh, some age stuff. You got you know, uh, you can get people to play the basketball players. I mean, yeah, and that's a lot of uh, dudes' fantasy. Mm-hmm. Older dudes with younger women. Yeah, it fits. Uh, it, it rolls right down that alley. Uh, if you thought the scandal between Los Angeles Clippers on the Donald Stern and his estranged girlfriend V. Stiviano couldn't get sleazier, guess again. Now the conflicts between Sterling and Stiviano has been turned into a scene in cuckoldsessions.com. Oh, shit. 
a porn website specializing in videos where white men are forced to watch their girlfriends have sex with African-American men. I can, I, I just want to know how good that dude's Sterling impression is going to be. Okay. Okay. Ah! Why are you doing this? Can I, can I suck his dick? Daddy? Oh no. Big Magic Johnson and his Big Magic Johnson. Oh God. Oh. Listen, you can sleep with them, but I didn't think you would really sleep with them. Are you going to keep bringing them to the games? <laughs> Uh, the video features Ray, Raven Bay as Diviano and Nina Hartley as Shelly Sterling. And she's moved right into, I wonder how she feels about playing older roles now. That's true. Nina Hartley's moved into that grandma character, I guess. As they connive to get even with the controversial she's billionaire. She's been at it for years though, ain't she? Oh yeah, I, yeah, I remember when freaking Nina Hartley was, uh, doing porn with like Vanessa Del Rio and shit. She still be fucking people. Uh, Stiviano lures Sterling to a sleazy motel for sex, but the billionaire doesn't get hot sex. Instead, she and Shelly Sterling have sex with a black basketball player. Now, why would Shelly Sterling be in on this? Yeah. You know, that's not part of the story. The porn is now taking liberties. <laughs> Hollywood making stuff up. Yeah, it is. Just because Nina Harley can still fuck at her age. They're like, we got to We got to get her on tape, too. Everybody got to get some. Yeah. She didn't. Nina Harley at this point has sex like a sex ed teacher. You know what I mean? Like she, like it's all educational. Like it's just like the whole time. This is what you do. Yeah. The whole time dudes are having sex with her. Like I didn't know a penis could do that. Uh, while Donald Sterling is forced to watch Billy Watson, the scenes director told HuffPost weird that the idea of a porn parody came up shortly after TMZ published a recorded conversation between Stiviano and Sterling. I listened to that tape and thought this guy's a cucko. He gets off on his girl getting it with other guys. Maybe our version is a documentary to play Sterling. Watson cast James Bartholet, an actor who appeared in mainstream TV shows like general hospital in the 1980s teen sex comedy, last American Virgin as well as various porn parodies. Even though the filming, filming the scene took about six hours, Bartholet prepared for the role in advance by watching videos of Sterling and hope of matching his voice, his walk, and his look. Six hours? I wonder if that a, that's a long shoot time, shooting time. Uh, Not for a Hollywood movie. Uh, not even for, I don't know, maybe for porn. I don't know. But it's funny that he uh was trying to be a method actor and shit. <laughs> Let me go study Donald Sterling and see what I... Okay, big Magic Johnson. Okay. Looking in the mirror and shit each himself. Okay. Big Magic Johnson. No, no. <clears throat> big Magic Johnson. No. You know his. Okay. <clears throat> oh, okay. Okay. Big, big Magic Johnson. Damn it. Damn it. So close. Um, To be honest, the wig helped, he told Huffington Post. Oh, I didn't. It helped. Once I got that, I worked my way into the character. I had to make him real, three-dimensional, and I don't want to say likable, but tolerable. The video and photos can only go so far, he admits. There was nothing on the Internet that shows how he looks or sounds during sex. So I figured oh. out how, oh. he, how he would orgasm. Oh. I don't know, probably some curse words in there. Don't be afraid to abuse me, I said. It will help the character. Uh, Bay had her, her own challenges in playing Stiviano. While Bay came to the set in an outfit similar to one, Stiviano, one of Stiviano's, 
it needed a little something extra right before the scene james told me you have to put on more jewelry you have to remember it's not you anymore all actors supplied their own wardrobe but javon jordan the actor who played the basketball player gets especially lucky Major corporations like the NBA frown upon their logos appearing in porn films. However, because the Los Angeles Clippers choose to wear their shirts inside out before one playoff game, it made it easier for the six foot six inch actor to look authentic. Watson is happy with the final result, but admits it still pales compared to the real life Sterling scandal. So they made him wear his jersey inside out. (laughs) So they want to get charged. As part of the, uh, Wow! Yeah, the NBA's like, nigga, no, we we will not endorsing our point. This thing has been so skeevy that maybe it's the one time when porn couldn't make it sleazier. He said, "The barely safe for work trailer appears below." Wonderful, we should watch this. It's only a minute and a half. Let's see if I can uh, get it. Better fucking car than me because this is ridiculous because this is ridiculous anyway i cannot believe i'm meeting the girlfriend but she's getting everything and i have a plan for revenge here she's now call you later hi uh me hi sweetheart i have a plan for revenge oh my god they didn't even bother to like get a location where there was no noise no they're out there's just the trucks in the background and shit there's like they're not mic'd up really. Like it's just completely like we threw this shit together in six hours because we were high and came up with this idea. Of course. I'm trying to get trying to make that money for anybody else. Jump on it. In the background. What the fuck did they record this? The airport? You can't hear shit. Wow. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh why does the chick that's playing V Stiviano not black or Mexican? No. What is going on with this site? I don't know, but yeah, this is low quality. You know this what it is? This is definitely not vivid. You know what it is? It's the people that watch this kind of porn want the girl to be white. Of course. That's what it is. They, mm-hmm. So they couldn't even go get a Latino, Mm-mm. uh, Latina Yeah, they, they black couldn't be chick. authentic. Yeah, they had to get a white chick or else the, the taboo of a black man fucking this girl won't be the good same. Yeah. yeah. Right? I can't wait. Right? Okay, I'll be like, yeah. Oh, come and, you know, I want you to come and like have some fun with me. Yeah, I can't give exactly. Yeah. I'm calm, daddy. Love that. Oh my god. Oh, Donald hates black people. I know. I really, really like fantasizing, Chris. I'm and like, and I've never seen him naked myself to be like, "Look at me." This is like the worst part of porn. This is the part we all fast forward past. What? Yeah, this is the bullshit. I'm like, uh, eight, uh, sixteen, thirty-six. Like 126, we, you know, the numbers that jump yeah. up as your speed. Right. Let's get to the part where he's, uh, fucking, where the black dude comes Nightmare. Great. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Ah, so, no tell motel up in the valley. Yeah. I'm going to give him a away. Yeah, do that. I'll make sure his ass gets there. Are you sure we could be seen? And, well, of course I'd want to see you. Yes, Big Daddy would love to see little baby. 
that is the worst Donald Sterling impersonation I've ever heard. Ever? I do a better Sterling than that, dude. I think you do. Yeah, Big Daddy would, Big Daddy would love to see you. That's not how he talks. Mm-mm. Talks like this. He's totally f***ing <laughs> funny. <laughs> honey, what are you? Uh, we have a real man. <laughs> I don't know what the f*** wrong with white people. <laughs> that is terrible. That's the worst. Donald Sterling Forno, man. Well, I can tell you right now, uh, with the 50% off with Adam and Eve and them three DVDs, you can get a lot better quality than that. Yeah. That's horrible. That's terrible. Motherfuckers driving down the street and shit. Honk, honk. Hey. Yeah, traffic kids getting off behind them. They got yeah. the bushes. That's why the whole thing protecting them kids. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine somebody sitting there eating their dinner going, why is that dude with the camera up in their fucking face? Trains going through. This is terrible. Like they, horrible. I don't think they took six hours to shoot the scene. I think it took six hours to shoot everything. <laughs> That's from start. Yes. Yeah. No, it wasn't six hours of fucking... Mm-mm. A local Atlanta comedian claims he was beaten up for making a video that poked fun at nationally known comedian Mike Epps. Uh-oh. The alleged beating happened Saturday night outside of Northwest Atlanta Comedy Club. The victim said he plans to file criminal charges against Epps. Don't blame him. Who, who the fuck? When did Mike Epps start taking himself this serious? I have no idea. On a 15-second video captured on Instagram, you can see LeVar Walker parody as social media war words between Mike Epps and another nationally known comedian, Kevin Hart. The video may have sparked the beating that landed Walker in the Grady Hospital. <gasps> Damn, now I'm scared to make jokes about Mike Epps. This nigga might show up to my house. Oh, no. It ain't, the, it ain't that serious, sir. He making the time and shit. He's like, oh, nigga, Insta- oh, you going to go on your Instagram? Okay. All right, I got something for that ass. Um, <laughs> he told Mr. He was told Mr. S wanted to see him outside. Oh, wait. Chris Stewart said Mike S didn't like the parody and came after Walker with his entourage to the comedy club. He was told Mr. S wanted to speak to him outside. Minutes later, Stewart said Epps had two of his associates beat up Walker in the parking lot. So Mike Epps walking around like a fucking like criminal boss. Did he not know that? Uh, this you were gonna get caught doing this bullshit? Yeah. Is he asking to go to jail? I don't know. Like, that's amazing to me. The audacity to even one to even be like, I can't take a joke about me. How dare you parody me? How dare you? But then to be like, I'm gonna have my boys beat him up. Beast Turbo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Luke, get him. Get him. Like Mike Evans is a bit like a criminal mastermind in the background with shades on the back of a limo, rolling his window up as you get beat up. Ah, driving away. That's not funny. And for all for this to all happen over Instagram joke is ridiculous, Stuart said. Another local comedian said he saw what happened. New information tonight Wait, on what, what happened in a fraternity house that sent oh, a pledge to the Sorry. Um that's for later. Um Minutes later, Stewart said Epps had two of his soldiers beat him up. That's not fun. Okay, so another comedian said, I was shocked by it all to go down like that, especially with Mike Epps, who's supposed to be a superstar. Why would he get involved in something? Said Bo Mikadelic. Witnesses say Walker never knew what hit him. When Walker walked out the door, Mikadelic claims one of Epps' bodyguards cold-cocked him in the face, 
And when he was down, kicked him in the head. He said Walker never fought back. He was basically pleading for them to stop. The police oh. report does not identify the two men who allegedly beat Walker. It also says Epps drove off. Megadelic said Epps taunted Walker as Walker was calling 911. <laughs> and Mike Epps walked back out the deck and looked at LeVar and said, are you going to call the police now? Then he said, don't make any more videos of me. Walker was not able to speak on camera, but his lawyer said they'll pursue criminal charges against Epps and file a civil suit. I would, too. Damn, first Cat Williams, now Mike Epps. What's going on in the black comedian? Like, what's going on with that? The circuit. Is it that important? This type of violence over silly things like a joke video has to stop, and people have to be held accountable for it, uh, Stewart said. I mean, because you're a comedian and... You joke and pick on people all the time. Like this, this is what you do. Uh, is is it not jokes no more? Is it just is it serious between y'all? Mike Epps getting gangster on people like this, man. That that's amazing. Well, the money that you do got, if this dude win, he, you could lose everything because you want to fucking prove a point. <laughs> Whoa! Insane. Uh, Buster Rhymes got uh hit with a seven hundred ninety thousand dollar tax bill. Pay your taxes, people. Uncle Sam, don't fucking play. You might can beat people up in the street and get away with it, but you ain't stealing no money from Uncle Sam and think your black ass ain't getting away with it. Woo-ha. Better hope they'll take a check. You, yeah. Might want to... Woo-ha, you better go get a check. Might want to put his uh, funds where the IRS can see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. What's it going to be, you know? The IRS don't play. They'll break your neck. Yes, they will. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your money on time, they'll be like, give me some more. <laughs> you know what they want. Yeah, they come and arrest your ass. They don't play. Mm-hmm. It's the extinction level event, man. They will. Put uh, your ask, ass in the Ask Lauren gym. here from the Fuji. She know all about that, sir. Mm-hmm. It's sad, man, because when disaster strikes, you just you know you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you might get away with a lot of shit, but Uncle Sam and IRS, they one and the same. They won't come get your ass. Yeah, I wonder if like the kids, the other people from the of the new school, somewhere partying off of them. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> someone like good. <laughs> he left the group. Now he got to worry about the taxes. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is about that, but you can't be fucking around with with that money. Mm-hmm. You, you better, you better get you an account. Yep. But uh, yeah, man. So he's in trouble, man. Um, hopefully he's able to uh to figure out. He guess he was quote unquote kind of sort of trying to come back but he ain't the same person he used to be he done got overweight he not as cut and skinny mm-hmm. as he used to be you know what i'm saying he don't have that same sex appeal he older and he looks crazy trying to be cool with the cool kids yeah so i'm about to pass out up there with them kids not a hot leather and shit you were like nigga you old yeah he, i mean it, it's weird Knowing that this dude was, you know, or is a legend or whatever to us, but it looks like it's just another old case of the IRS. Yes, it is. So, um. Because they sure ain't going to let it go. 
Mm-hmm. So, all right, man. Um, good luck, Buster Rhymes. I know it's so. That's not, a lot of money. I'm, I, yeah. I don't know if he got his hands on that kind of money or not. That's a lot of money. A whole lot of money. Don't you'll be like Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh play our games. Get into that time, Karen. Got to start thinking about uh the games that we play here. Uh, first one, of course, is fucking with black people. Fucking with those black people, we're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's the game that Donald Sterling loved V. Stiviano to play. Fucking with black people, where we score things from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Uh, today's contestants are a Mississippi judge and a Texas dad and Justin Bieber again. Yeah, <laughs> Justin even made it back. Well, this time it really isn't Justin Bieber. Uh, he apologized, calling it childish and inexcusable uh, to make that mistake of making a nigger joke. Which, you know, fine. He's a kid. I don't care, really. Um, but um, some people had to rush to his defense. His um, defense? Floyd Mayweather said, Justin has been nothing but kind to me and my daughters and sons over the years. We all make mistakes when we are young. It's part of growing up. Well, as long as you can get Floyd to testify for you. Soldier Boy also defended him, too. Said they've been nothing but kind to him and his family. And he said, let the kid live. We all slip up. We all make mistakes. You know he's not racist. If all his homies are black, he's not racist. <laughs> oh, what the hell that mean? Um, you know, I, I will say, man, he was younger in the clip. So I don't know that that means he's racist now or whatever. Um, and sometimes you just do dumb shit when you're a teen. That's true too. It's that, like, it's like cussing. Like you just sometimes you cuss cause you can. Yeah, not. that's true. That's true. People do grow and people mature and things like that. But I was just laughing at that statement. Yeah. Cause all his friends black. Yeah. I'm laughing at the fact they went and dug up soldier boy. Yeah. What the hell he been? Yeah. What is he been relevant? What's his last hit song? Mm hmm. Still, we still doing crank that we still doing superman at home and shit no crank that soldier boy that's mm. uh that's still a thing no you probably got a whole generation now i don't know who the fuck soldier boy is um a mississippi judge oh wait uh so i give that 25 because i don't care yeah yeah um a mississippi judge is accused of striking a mentally disabled black man and yelling run nigger run wow the family of 20-year-old Eric Rivers filed a complaint against the Madison County Justice Court Judge Bill Weisenberger in connection to the May 8th incident at the Canton, uh, Canton Flea Market, uh, reported to Jackson Clarion Ledger. Clarion Ledger. The executive director of the state judicial committee, I mean, sorry, judicial commissioner said, if the allegations are true, Weisenberger would have violated multiple canons of the judicial code of ethics. Ken, former mayor and current president of the town's NAACP branch, called on the judge, a former law enforcement officer and former emergency operations director in Madison County, to step down from hearing cases until the matter is resolved. This is 2014, not 1960, where someone can slap a young man, call out, run, nigger, run, said William Truly, NAACP chapter president and master of the obvious. <laughs> 
truly said defendants should have should not have to face the judge who holds such a high degree of racial animus and hatred that's right yeah well where are you gonna find one that doesn't in mississippi the former mayor said he expects a grand jury to eventually Even hear the you case. Are, damn it, you don't you don't beat them and smack them. You just pass judgments that don't benefit them. That's what you do. Right. That's doing, the American way. This dude's doing his racism all wrong. Yeah, he is. All out in the open. The NAACP plans to file complaints with the Judicial Performance Commission, the State Attorney General's Vulnerable Adult Unit, and Justice Department. Kathy Hendricks, a vendor at the flea market, said Rivers had asked for work so he could earn money for a bicycle. The vendor sister, Tammy Westbrook, said she saw Weiserberger rear back and slap Rivers twice. And she said the judge read out, run, boy, run and run, nigga, run. Westbrook said the judge didn't brag about what he done. <laughs> Did you see that? I slapped that nigga and said, run, nigga, run. Everybody's like, ooh, no, uh no uh thumbs down cameras in here um unlike unfriend um no sir uh is this a unpost i'm not sharing this one like if i was a white person i would feel like that was a hidden camera show Uh uh-huh and i'm getting pumped well i'm supposed to be like oh yeah good job i guess and then ask the cushion broke out like you're a racist too (laughs) that kid's not retarded Uh, yes but i know i don't approve of this i did not care if this young man was being a nuisance said Hendricks, who was white. I do not care if he was breaking the law. I do not care if he was loitering, but I do care that a man of authority, one that is sworn to protect and serve, was slapping a young man. I'm not going to bring up the racism. Hendricks said Weiserberger then told a female vendor that he would make her park away from her booth when the woman suggested that he change his tone. The judge said he would only talk to her husband because he didn't take no orders from women. And you still a fucking judge, and we talk. What are you saying? I would demand your ass be removed. Are you saying racism and sexism can sometimes be connected? So she went on to write a think piece and make a blog, and then everybody got mad because it's not a women's issue. Both women said they initially thought Weiserberger was a law enforcement officer because he was wearing a security officer's uniform, but later learned he was a judge who probably does security work on the side. Under Mississippi law, elected justice court, elected justice court judges are required only to hold a high school diploma, Karen. How can you be a judge and you not have a degree in law? In 2007, they did recommend they should hold a higher degree. Recommend? No, nobody went and said, hey, hey, y'all, hey, hey, we can't have dumb motherfuckers over here saying and passing judgments. You need to at least have a goddamn degree a degree degree know something about the law well preferably a law degree preferably a law degree that's what they say know something about the law so uh, so how can you pass judgments and uh do all this stuff when you probably don't even know nothing about the constitution you ain't went to school you hadn't studied this how you qualify for the job Maybe you just have to be judgmental to get the job. That's what judge means, right? Holy cow. Uh, so a hundred? Yes, and I cannot, where, where, what state is that? I cannot, and they, and I guarantee you if you first search, they probably not the only goddamn state that got that fucking stupid law. That was Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, somewhere down south. Yeah, that's, that's idiotic. Also down south, a Texas man, 
home of Randolph Terrence of Three Guys Own Podcast. <laughs> a Texas man has charged was has been charged with act, attacking his younger daughter. Wait, his young daughter while she was at a dance practice for her quinceanera. Quinceanera, you know what I'm talking about. One of them parties, the Latino uh, bar mitzvah. You guys okay. know what I'm talking about, but for girls, a traditional Latin American <laughs> celebration of a young girl's journey to maturity as she turns 15. Aaron Aranza, 37, from Houston, was slapped with charges for injury to a child under 15. According to the news site, the 14-year-old girl was at her grandmother's house with friends when she elected to dance with one of her black male friends. It's allegedly of Sarah's father who attacked her with a belt, causing her injury before she was dragged outside and beaten again. Aranza then left the scene before authorities came, but he was later tracked down and arrested. That's right. He beat his daughter for dancing with a black dude. And their kids. Mm-hmm. I gotta go with a hundred. Is... Yeah, I'm fucked with. Yeah, I, I was fucked with, with the other one too. I think I gave the other one probably twenty five points. I was I was a little extra fucked with for the fact that you allowed dumb motherfuckers to pass judgment. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was later arrested and held on Harris County Jail on twenty thousand dollars bail. So at least he got arrested, I guess. Something good came out of it. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that judge. Yep, let's play our other game. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all of podcast land. Where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is very racist. All right. <laughs> Gloucester, Ohio. Lucas Mace, the police chief in the village of Gloucester, has taken an oath to arrest lawbreakers. Okay. So that should be the end of this. Obviously, the end. But that is not the end. Unfortunately, okay. Things, of course, had to go a little south. Hillary Cooper was involved in a traffic accident. Oh wait, no, that's the raw footage. I don't care about that. Let me read the article. Um, but a prosecutor said yesterday that Mace instead hit a wanted heroin addict, took her to dinner, lied to authorities about her whereabouts, and had sex with her. Oh. <gasps> An Athens County grand jury indicted Mace yesterday on 12 counties, five, 12 charges, five of them felonies. Uh, and at, an Athens County prosecutor Keller Blackburn painted a much clearer picture of what he said was a shameful pattern of wrongdoing. He was basically using his office as a dating service, Blackburn said. The village council in Gloucester, where Mace has been chief since 2012, discussed the situation last night. After more than an hour of closed-door meetings, Mayor Miles Wolf announced that Mace had been suspended without pay from his $32,000 a year job. That's all you get? Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like a police chief should get more than that. Me too. Wolf said the suspension will last as long as the criminal case continues. One of the department part-time officers was appointed acting chief. Uh, the charges filed against Mace yesterday include three felony counts of obstruction of justice, one of theft in office and one of possession of criminal tools. Um, five golden rings. 
the grand jury also indicted him on seven misdemeanor charges six counts of dereliction of duty and one uh failure to aid a law enforcement officer and a partridge in a pear tree yeah mace has has declined to comment on the case uh-uh uh <laughs> hollywood says Harlem on the rise Blackburn said yesterday that the chief was accused in the past of dating women inappropriate to his public position. Now, what does that mean? That sounds a little judgmental. It might have laws that say certain people in certain offices, y'all might not allow to be have relations. I don't know what that means. I think that I think that's more of a social judgment. I don't think that's a law. Oh, okay. I think that just being like this dude likes some hoes. (laughs) From different area codes and on drugs. The the case began in March 28th when Mace went to a traffic crash site. The driver, Hillary Hooper, 23, was suspected of using heroin and was wanted on warrants. But Mace let her go and didn't charge her, saying that he would use her as an undercover informant. Soon after, Wolf heard that the chief not only had let Hooper go, but might have started dating her. He alerted Blackburn's office and in April, his investigation began. By last Friday, both Athens County Sheriff's Office and Perry County officials were looking for Hooper, and the chief knew that. Instead of arresting Hooper, however, he took her to a restaurant in Logan on Thursday night and then took her to his home. She went on the run on Friday with Mason's help, Blackburn said, even as authorities closed in on the Gloucester Village Hall with search warrants. Mace was arrested, and Hooper turned herself in later. She was in court yesterday on the felony charge of heroin possession but declined to comment. What if the cycle wow. keeps going? Like the person that tried to get the chief is like, now listen, we can get you off on that heroin possession if you uh want to play ball. I'll play with these balls. Mm-hmm. Blackburn said recorded r- radio traffic is evidence that Mace knew of the warrants out for Hooper. Mace called her softy because she had the softest skin he'd ever touched. Oh. But his dating Hooper, Blackburn said, might be the least of anyone's concerns. He said records indicate that Mace hid from the mayor during work time and while in uniform and went to help Hooper change a car tire. He also had a hidden camera in his office, which police have taken. Uh-oh. Authorities also confiscated Mace's cruiser. A preliminary investigation has uncovered evidence that the chief likely had sex in it. Yeah, got that hidden camera. Anytime a police officer violates the public trust, it is concerning. It is very disappointing. With the chief suspended, the Athens County Sheriff's Office said it has stepped up patrols in Gloucester, a village of nearly 1,800 people. Yeah, this this place is way too small for him to try this. And that's why it's only 32,000 a year, too. Mm-hmm. A police department has one other full-time officer and two part-timers. The mayor said everyone Shit, will work hard. Shit, this town. Mm-hmm. The mayor said everyone will work hard to restore the public choice. trust. Guess the race of Mr. Lucas Mace. Yeah, we way too big. You talking about we got one chief of police officer, a deputy, and a, and a, and a, a, part-time. a, a part-time dude? Man, all the crimes would go unchecked in Charlotte. One who sees Rob Ford as a role model. Oh. Porn stash from Orange is the New Black. Uh, heard Chris's OK Cupid stor- stories and decided to think outside the box white. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I was on... Uh, uh chris's uh i was actually on the sandy check i was on plain dead remember that and i was on remember that buffy yesterday and then today i was on uh bo's uh the evening jones Mm -hmm. jones so grinding 
you guys can all go check those out um and the the sandy check was probably my favorite because uh we didn't even get to talk about shit but chris's okay cupid horror story <laughs> i know right roscoe p coltrane one who brings down the property values where they move into the neighborhood them a lot of charges and he be on them pretty young bitch on the pretty young bitches black oh my says jump off black police chief i don't think so white andy griffin this mayberry well they got the population of mayberry white one who goes on antarctic expedition that kisses sled dogs on the mouth white the correct answer is white it was white (laughs) couple people guessed black Let's go to the next one. Um, college fraternity pranks, guys. We all know how they go sometimes. Uh, you know, it can't always be about, uh, you know, uh, people trying to, people try to, try to join fraternities. They try to, they get hazed and sometimes things go a little haywire. They go a little wrong, guys. Well, here is one such case of, uh, a prank going horrendously wrong. Selfless Tyler Lawrence, the one who had a fraternity house that sent a pledge to the hospital. Nine on your side, Butler Warren reporter Jay Warren is live in Wilmington with just how scary things got that Halloween night. Jay? Well, Clyde and Carol, this is a crude example of what police say the pledges were struck with in the basement of the Gamma Phi Gamma fraternity. All three suffered serious bruising, though Tyler Lawrence had to undergo emergency surgery. All is quiet here on the campus of Wilmington College as school is out for the summer. But what police say went on in the basement of this house still lingers nine months later as the members now face criminal charges. I have no doubt that it was an accident, but it's still a very untoward event, something that's incongruent with who we are as an institution. In a copy of the affidavit obtained by Nine on Your Side, the pledges were blindfolded and told to strip nude having icy hot applied to various parts of their body, as well as being struck with rolled-up towels fashioned as clubs. There were two members of the fraternity home today. The one in the black T-shirt identified himself as Tyler Lawrence, the one who had to undergo emergency surgery. Neither wanted to talk to Nine on your side. I also went to the home of one of the defendants here in Wilmington, Sage Straber, but no one came to the door. After careful consideration, college president Jim Reynolds said he imposed a minimum five-year ban on the fraternity. I think the five-year time period also is kind of the extent of an academic generation, and so it will be up to the alums to reframe and reform uh, the organization in the way that they believe is most appropriate and falls within the college's values. Gamma Phi Gamma, an independent fraternity, claims to have been founded in 1907. It will now be up to the alums to request that they be reinstated. Reynolds says it will be important for that fraternity to change its culture. It's really difficult to change any culture, whether it's a corporate culture or an organizational culture. And so what I think we've tried to do is to offer them some time in which to change that culture. Fourteen defendants, they're scheduled to be arraigned June the 13th in Wilmington Municipal Court. These students will be long gone, either graduated or otherwise, before this fraternity will be considered for reinstatement. That will be the school year of 2019 and 2020. Jay Warren, nine on your side, Wilmington. All right. 
So, guess the race of the fraternity people in this case. All I can tell you is that I'm a fan of Icy Hot because I'm old and I hurt and Icy Hot make you feel better when your muscles and shit get swollen up. And I can tell you I use that and I use Tiger Bomb and that fucking shit burns. Well, one of those dudes lost a testicle, so. Yes, because the shit burns. It is designed to, uh, like go in and, uh, kind of, and it's burning because it's relaxing muscles. Like it's doing a lot of fucking shit. And well, I've accidentally gotten icy hot on my balls before. Like I have a hamstring pull or something and you put some, some icy hot or big gay on there your and balls it touch your balls and this, it is, uh, it can be excruciating for a little bit, but. After a while, you get used to it, and then it's the only way you can jerk off. So, man, oh, what are you going to do? And I, I have a stupid question. Uh, so, the skin on the balls is, like, sensitive? Mm-hmm. It's very sensitive. Yeah, it ain't it ain't like your other skin. So, it's one of those things where your other skin can take that pressure. But that ball skin is like, nope, 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 I'm on fire. Yeah. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh, about this fraternity who apparently was having a ball. The idea that abuse brings folks together, um, that, that is not, that's not a race. No, that's not. G5G, Big Brother Dean, all whitey. Ha! Ah! Aww. White, white on white crime, whitey fi whitey, cracker fi cracker. Oh, white. Lord. They got time to change the culture, white. G5G plus icy high equal white boy party tricks. White fire trust fund. Only white frats ever get anywhere near the testicles. One who got all the culture reference to the movie Ted White saltine. Wait, what? Uh, hold on. Let me scroll down. Sorry. Saltine Fireitz. <laughs> the correct answer is white. I don't think anyone missed it. Yeah, I think they always in that one. Last time I heard, you had a black fraternity putting icy hots on each other's balls. Let's go to the bonus round, guys. Here we go. Double the points, double the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. It's the bonus round where everything's double the points, double the racism. Uh, the pressure is also doubled, so hopefully you guys can get it right, but I know you're kind of scared. A New York teacher lost her job this week when officials found that school officials found out that she'd been getting dating advice from her nine-year-old students. Huh? According to DNA Info, Cassandra Fearing, an actress and substitute teacher, was dating two men at the same time when she realized she had an invaluable resource available to her, a class full of fourth graders. What the fuck they gonna tell you about dating? Uh, an investigator says she acted out scenarios in which the kids, the kids were her and she was the boyfriends. She complained that the younger boyfriend, a mechanic in Rhode Island, didn't return her phone calls, according to the report. Students told investigators she called her, them her munchkins and asked her to, asked her to toilet paper the mechanic's home, according to the report. Must we ask them to do it? They ain't got no cars. The report says Fearing hugged one student, tapped another on the shoulder, and touched the thigh of two other students. Well, I don't know if that's fireable. Let's see what she's been in. According to IMDb, she's been in 12. Never heard of that. Red Sneakers, which is a short. Four Single Fathers. That must be who she's dating. 
Telltale, Two Knives and a Hatchet. Oh. Second Honeymoon. Hold this, this Up. Is crazy. All these are shorts. Taste of You, Red Run, which is a TV series, and Bloody Marys, which is a TV movie. So, um, good for her. I guess. Uh, the class eventually she, advised well, fearing to. N- br- none of them say pretending, uh, acting out with your students in class? No, I didn't see anything. Okay. The class eventually advised fearing to break up with her younger, less responsive pair paramore although she apparently ignored their sage advice this is why i hate giving women love advice and i don't do it because they already know what they want to do yeah you're not gonna listen to me anyway you just want to vent about your fucking problems Mm -hmm. and then i give you something that seems like a a much fucking great solution and then a week later you come back and explain to me why you did the other thing and i'm supposed to listen to you again fuck that shit hate that shit yeah so i fucked him anyway fruitful it's like, yeah, well, you know, if he's, um, you know, if that you, if he just broke up with your sister, you probably shouldn't fuck him either. Cause I mean, that's a pretty bad idea. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm, you know what? I'm glad I talked to you. Yeah. So I fucked my sister's ex-boyfriend and you were right. It's a bad idea. Wow. Amazing. What? Can you give me some more advice to ignore? What are you eight, nine in the fourth grade? Uh, the younger guy was just a weird guy and I never really figured it out. Uh, she, she said this week, he was very strange and it's upset me. He got a lot, he gave a lot of mixed messages. I think I just had to give up. Fearing, uh, was fired from a substitute position at PS 189 in the Bronx in December at a Department of Education investigation concluded she had acted inappropriately. She plans to you appeal think? the decision, saying the report contains blatant lies and that it was also G rated. I certainly wasn't talking about sex or anything. Now, I will say this. I think she shouldn't be doing this with her class. No. It's not appropriate. Mm -mm. But I think the reason people bugged out is because it's like they thought she was in there like, should I suck his dick? You know, like. Ah, should I juggle his balls? Yeah, like it was just more of a get back to work thing. I don't think she necessarily need to be fired for it, although it does show pretty bad judgment. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have just been like, stop doing this. Like, I wouldn't have called the news on her or anything. Just stop talking to these kids about this shit. But maybe because she's a substitute, it's easier to just get rid of her. That and how and how many parents, kids go home and tell their parents. And parents are like, hey, what the fuck is she doing over there? True, true. You know, so they may have, their hands may have been forced. But they're like, well, we got to report you because if not, we get losses for parents. Let's go to the chat room and see what they believe the race is. Sex in the City White says Sparger. She's getting all these bit roles, uh, and I'm sure the characters were Chrissy, Becky, Paige, and Tiffany. Oh. Clueless White, the white teacher from Everybody Hates Chris. She should stick to dozens of stuffed animals on her prince's bed, White. Asking kids for advice, White. I'm surprised no one guessed Black just because she was asking for love advice. True. Um, I'm also kind of surprised nobody, um, used impossible white woman ah you know i thought she might have been dropping some of that you know that love that coolio on her way to class Mm -hmm. um but anyway you you guys all got it she's white (laughs) last story of the day sore ratchetness okay substitute teachers uh asking for uh love advice is one thing but swords asking for blood of innocence is another yes it is 
a dark elf explains his drug-fueled sword attack on a car at oregon intersection a 30 year old man man who apparently is a drugged up elf attacked a shape-shifting car in portland oregon last week he admits he lost the battle to a dark lord of middle earth from a hospital in beaverton oregon conrad bass who Uh, also uses the last name mccain what is this dungeons and dragons yeah he said morgoth got the best of me no nigga cars don't shape shift you lost because the motherfucker hit you we feel like in america somehow this guy has the right to own a fucking sword you know what i'm saying like why does this dude get to fucking own a sword i just don't get it um Morgoth got the best of me. If you know a dude named Morgoth and no one else can vouch for him existing, you shouldn't get to own own a sword. No, you shouldn't. The 30-year-old is not letting his psychiatric evaluation or arrest stop him from sharing the tale of his drug-induced journey that began as he strapped on his leather armor and chain mail and slapped on a new pair of elf ears for an evening of adventure. What happened to the old pair? And when do you buy elf ears? He brought his arsenal of weapons, including a sword and a staff, to Portland Park for fantasy battle on May 12th, where his buddy revealed a cocktail of drugs he enhanced to fight. An urge for swords and drugs, just what we need. The last time I tried drugs, I turned into a freaking dragon, McCain told Vocative. How can he resist? It's pretty rude to refuse gifts, he added. <laughs> the evening, however, twisted into a night of terror as the park's curfew kicked the gang of role players into the streets. By morning, somewhere along the edge of Willamette River. By morning? Mm-hmm. The drugs began to take hold. So they was out all night? Yeah. It also sounds like the drugs didn't kick in until after they were kicked out the park. So they basically did all that LARPing sober. Oh. Can't think of anything worse. <laughs> the life of President Obama was in danger, McCain claimed, and only he could save it, save America from the evil Morgoth, a character created by J.R.R. Tolkien by embodying a character of his own. By 7 a.m., McCain was Jaypar Prakari in the flesh, a dark elf straight from the pages of Orestes, of the Orestes own fantasy series, Alkaya, the Legend of Empyro. Empyro. Mm. McCain had been weaving in and out of a busy intersection in northeast Portland, he said, but then when he spotted the honking horn driver Giving him bad vibes, he assumed the car was, of course, a shape-shifting demon. A demon. Motherfucker, you was out in the middle of the goddamn street. Mm-hmm. He did what any tripping rogue assassin would do. I hopped on the hood of the car, tried to impale its tires with his sword. I was trying to prove a point. Don't mess with a dark elf. The attack eventually garnered a response from the police, who oh. broke his sword. <laughs> Should have broke more than his sword. Yes, uh, you got somebody on their way to work and you got somebody in the middle of the street talking about your car is shape-shifting. Honestly, the cops are pretty nice, he added, even the one who pointed a taser at me. The officers arrested McCain on a misdemeanor charge of criminal mischief and did not book him into jail because we don't take sword crimes seriously. He instead landed at a local hospital for evaluation, which is my get-out-of-jail-free card, he said, so he even knows it. 
This is not the first time McCain has been caught succumbing to Abdeza Granger. He has been arrested for climbing a lamppost near Powell's Books in Portland while wearing full ninja regalia and sporting a pair of swords, the magazine reported. Oh, so he ninja too? Apparently. And for rolling down the steep urban hills in Seattle in an office chair claiming to be Commander Connecticut. McCain, is, can, McCain can even add Florida man to his resume after he was arrested for running around Orlando, Florida apartment complex naked before being tased by police. Someone locked this man up. Yes. What do we have to wait for him to actually kill someone with the sword instead of just a car? Apparently so. This is amazing. Anyway, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow for them thrones. Uh, yes. we'll have Justin, hopefully. Uh, we're also going to have Nina from Project Fandom Podcast talking okay. about Game of Thrones. Uh, so, you know, I'm excited for that. Yes. Five o'clock as always. Uh, tweak the audio code TBGWT. Uh, make sure you guys use the code and get your discounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. Until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.